and welcome to Primary Care Spotlight, the podcast that brings you all the latest news and insights from Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub. Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub is delivered in partnership with Kerner Health CIC, working on workforce development programmes across the Cornwall health and care system, and we are here to support all those working in primary care. Hello and welcome to this episode of Primary Care Spotlight where we are talking about the new skills bootcamp for clinical pathways for primary and social care. This is a really exciting initiative from Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub and the Future Skills Institute at Truro and Penwith College who have collaborated to provide a new short training course in essential clinical skills competencies for healthcare support workers who are working in primary and social care settings. So the boot camp will cover essential clinical skills required by primary care and social care providers as a mixed cohort. So this is a mixed cohort for primary and social care. And uh, there'll be certain sessions that they will do together that apply to both, like observation taking, diabetes, things like this. And then they will split into separate groups for the more uh, specific uh, training for their speciality area. So this is an excellent opportunity for career development for primary and social care healthcare support workers and it's particularly suitable for those who are new to primary or social care but have a healthcare support worker background or those who are completely new to healthcare support worker uh, role and are wanting to start from the very beginning. So it's suitable to a few people who are really wanting to upskill in that particular area in a very tailored training program. So in this episode, I speak to Amanda Thompson, the curriculum developer and lecturer at Turin Penworth College. She has really led on this course. She knows everything you need to know about the course. There is some contact information and booking details on the description of the podcast. Um, and obviously, as always, if you have any questions, do contact us. Uh, enjoy. Hi, uh, welcome to the podcast. If you could just introduce yourself, your sort of name, job, role, that'd be great. Uh, hi, Emma. Thank you very much for having me. I'm Amanda Thompson. I'm curriculum developer and lecturer at Truro and Penworth College. Lovely. Okay, so we've done a few of these boot camps now uh, last year, and you've sort of been leading on them from Truro and Penworth College for primary care and social care. But could you just tell us what are boot camps? Because there's obviously boot camps in other things, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Schools boot camps are a relatively new initiative. They're national and they're funded through the Department for Education. So they offer a variety of free, flexible courses of anything up to 16 weeks to adults age 19 or over. Uh, These are adults who are either already in work or recently unemployed. And it gives them the opportunity to build up sector specific skills over a very short period of time. For example, Cornwall, so far we've delivered skills boot camps in digital, technical skills, welding, green construction, professional services, and recently clinical pathways in health and social care. Perfect. And we have talked about, I think we've talked about a few times, that the the title boot camp does sort of maybe trigger some imagery, doesn't it, of uh, (laughs) marines or something. And I'd like to reassure people that um, it is a very rigorous uh, but very supported yeah ram of training yeah absolutely so what actually is the skills boot camp for clinical pathways in healthcare then well as i said these are an intensive rigorous course of training where staff are introduced to and gain essential clinical skills that are relevant to their setting over a relatively short period of time and as i also said great emphasis is placed on quality delivery 
learner support and the development of people's confidence as well as competence. Mm -hmm. They also have the opportunity to develop a clinical skills portfolio. And of course, this is what will provide evidence of competency, which will help and support their role progression. Why was this particular boot camp needed then? Well, I think everybody knows that, um, you know, there are significant workforce and skills challenges within the health and care sector in Cornwall. And um, many organisations are experiencing acute staffing shortages. Uh, They're also having difficulty recruiting and retaining occupationally competent staff with the required skill set for their area. And additionally, organisations may struggle to release staff for training and continuing professional development over a long period of time. As just from like a, you know, previously being a lead nurse and trying to up, up upskill sort of people who are completely new into healthcare to be healthcare support workers. It was a challenge to sort of one fine training and also find training that wasn't just really sort of, you know, a bit bitty here, there's a bit of training here, yeah. then in a few yeah. months is something over there. And yeah. you know, that's the experience I think of a lot of people in not just primary care but social care as well. So to have something bespoke, I yeah. guess is what this is really that's covering all those areas. It's fantastic. It is. And as I said, we we have spoken to settings and organizations and ask them about the key skills that they do require and what we've tried to do is introduce them because obviously it's only a short period of time Mm -hmm. so there is an opportunity to gain complete competency in some skills during the boot camp but also as we'll talk about later they are fully supported beyond the boot camp time so they can yep. continue to develop these skills. Yes, yeah, so it's just this really sort of solid introduction. Yep. Okay, so who is the boot camp for then? Well, for this boot camp, and we've done two previous boot camps, one was for social care, one was for primary care. And what we wanted to do was to do something really innovative. You and I, Emma, we've worked previously on boot camps, is that we want to have a mixed cohort. And this is really important because we're trying to establish an integrated care relationship across the county. So for this boot camp, we will be looking to recruit existing employees within primary care, nursing, residential and home care. And that does include uh, people registered with the bank, so the, the staff bank. And the aim is that existing employees will develop competence and confidence in those key transferable skills. And that, in turn, will support the delivery of quality care, um, support staff retention, and also increase their personal potential for progression into further educational programmes, for example, or higher-valued clinical roles. There's several core units that learners will all attend together, and then there are pathway-specific units for each individual sector. And as I said, although delivery of the taught content is completed within 16 weeks, that's, you know, that's the maximum we get. There's going to be informal ongoing support provided for up to six months afterwards and possibly beyond for some sectors. For people listening who've already had experience of our clinical skills coaches in other aspects, we do utilise and draw upon those for primary care element anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And for the other sectors, there's Mm. also relationships we've built up within the home care support team and other people that can help and support that process as well as the you know expert professionals within their own settings of course 
Yeah. And it's such a support, really, because it's not just for the for the learner who's gone through the boot camp. That's a support for, but also the team who, you know, the employer and the team who are supporting that person, because it just yeah. relieves a bit of pressure for them, doesn't it, as well? Yes. Yeah, definitely. So what actually then is included in this boot camp? Well, for all settings, uh, the core skills where they'll all learn these together, uh, there's a great emphasis on demonstrating and supporting professional practice. We have an introduction to diabetes Uh, the recording of physiological measurements and the recognition and escalation of a deteriorating adult. So those are the core key skills that we will encourage everybody to learn together. There's also sector-specific skills. So for primary care, these would include venipuncture, the recording of ECGs, simple wound dressings, including suture and clip removal, and also how to undertake NHS health checks. And that would be a developmental skill. For social and home care, skills to support continence, catheter care, pressure ulcer prevention, nutrition and hydration and falls prevention are introduced. And as I said, some of these are also developmental skills and others that we introduce uh, staff to are medicines management and Cornwall-wide initiatives like the end-of-life passport and the dementia training standards framework. And all of these have been mapped to reflect national occupational standards and the employability career framework at level three. So although it is not accredited at the moment, the level is at level three. So they'll be able to use the same they've studied at level three, I I suppose then, yeah. Yeah. So how is the boot camp then delivered? Well, it's a delivery of theory, assessment and practice, and that does include simulation. We're extremely lucky at the college to have some wonderful facilities. So The face-to-face delivery at the college, which will be one day a week for 13 weeks, it offers people um, protected learning time away from their workplace. And also because we have the simulation suites, it's the opportunity to practice those new new skills in a very safe and supportive environment. Uh, We feel at the college uh, we value all our students and therefore anybody enrolling onto a skills boot camp are offered exactly the same opportunities that are available to all Truett and Penwith College students. And this includes access to a very well-stocked learning centre and other learning resources and learning support. So alongside the timetable college days, Emma and I, we've both mentioned this, uh, learners are supported to develop the new skills in the workplace. And that's with the help of their managers, their qualified workplace colleagues, visiting skills coaches and also clinical nurse specialists from other areas. Yeah, and I just have to sort of say for an educator perspective, it is a much sort of richer learning environment when you have, you know, the top, say the venipuncture, the top venipuncture section, and then we next week we can recap on that and then we have all the practical um, session in the sim suite. It was just, and same for foot checks, we did the same thing. It just was that ability for them to put the learning and theory into yeah. practice and yeah, it was fantastic yeah and absolutely and it's really important uh, to give people the opportunity to link that evidence-based theory with the delivery of practice but in a safe and supportive environment where they can practice and you know use mannequins and you know potentially sort of converse with each other as they would with with patients in their own areas it's great to be able to for that simulation it is and it's very uh, it's it's growing the simulation suites at the college, we now have two. And this is what will enable us to deliver to to a mixed cohort. 
So I've secured both SIM suites for the Skills Bootcamp. Perfect. So other than attending the course, uh, what other sort of coursework and work is, is required? Well, there is some work to do outside of the Skills Bootcamp. There are a few knowledge assessments to complete, and these are via workbooks or e-learning. Obviously, when we're building a clinical skills portfolio of evidence, it's very important that we test the knowledge in some way, and that does provide that evidence towards that competence. So to, you know, to evidence that competency, we need to deliver the evidence-based theory, and then that's the, and we offer the opportunities for them to practice those new skills under supervision. And also, we need to then provide an opportunity for supervised practice. And this will be carried out in the workplace. And there'll be a a large range, a, a big range of people that can actually support that process. So that would be coaches, mentors, uh, visiting clinical nurse specialists, you know, clinical skills coaches, and that whole journey of that competency would be mapped and stored in that individual's clinical skills portfolio, which of course provides excellent evidence uh, for CQC and um, yeah. and for that individual's role progression. Uh, the care certificate is a prerequisite requirement. However, if staff don't have this, uh, they'll be supported to undertake this alongside the course. Uh, The vast majority of people will already be working in a healthcare role. But Emma, as you and I know from the last cohort, it might be somebody transitioning from a receptionist role into a healthcare role who and they, of course, would be completely new to um, healthcare. So we would support them to, to undertake the care certificate alongside the skills boot camp. Yeah, perfect. And yeah, what you touched upon there about the sort of CQC, I mean, that portfolio of evidence that they build throughout this course is just a really strong sort of log of their sort of competence and that they've done this training. And I think, um, you know, too often we take for granted that actually healthcare support workers or non-registered professionals, they should have uh, that sort of blog of competence um, that's on their record that shows that they have been trained and are competent to perform the um, tasks in their job description. So yeah. It'd be, what, when they've done this course, they really do come out with that, don't they? It's a bit and, and it's one of the things that they're most proud of because on day one, it's an empty portfolio. And when we finish and we have the learner celebration, mm. it's a very large portfolio and yeah. it's all done, you know, to them, for the hard yeah. work they've put in. Yeah, absolutely. So what course fees are there and uh, what funding is there towards these? Well, there are no costs to the individual themselves. The course is 90% funded through uh, the department, the DfE, for small and medium enterprises. And for larger organisations, it's 70% funded. There is financial support available to meet the employer contribution uh, in some cases. So this shouldn't be a barrier. And of course, we're very happy to speak to managers about this. Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, we at the training hub are helping with the primary care bit, aren't we? So yes. that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Great. All right. Wonderful. So do you have sort of any final thoughts then? Uh, well, obviously, it's been wonderful working with primary care, you know, across sectors. We've, we've yeah. really enjoyed our time working with primary care. And True and Penwith College uh, are really proud uh, that we've been a UK leader in the delivery of skills boot camps in health and care. The last time we were one of only two regions in England to, to deliver a face-to-face cohort during, you know, uh, sorry, during the last phase. 
And the mixed cohort, we think, will be another first. And we're really, really looking forward to delivering this and would be delighted to hear from anybody if they're interested in finding out more and applying for a place on the course. Perfect. And we're going to put some links, aren't we, in the description for a taste today that's coming up in September. Um, And we'll put Amanda's, Candy said, we can put her details in the description if people want to contact her directly. Absolutely. I'm very very happy to speak to anybody interested or their managers or both together. Great. Um, And I just want to say one like final thought. It was interesting because I had a conversation with a practice the other day who were looking about how they could take somebody from sort of not working in healthcare, what would be the career pathway all the way up to a sort of registered nurse. And I did actually talk about this boot camp as like that first step that somebody could boot camp, get that healthcare support worker level three uh, training, you know, consolidate all that learning for a year or two and then potentially maybe do their TNA, a training nurse associate course. And then there's a, you can convert that and then go up to registered nurse. Um, yeah, there's quite a clear big pathway, really. It that, is. That you can see. Yeah, the milestones that we have to meet, we have to demonstrate that there is an opportunity for role progression. Yeah. And we already have a case study of somebody that, did come in as you know and not a healthcare role who we've supported them to obtain their maths and English and they will be applying for a a senior support worker course in September but they can carry on working in their area and their ambition is to become a registered nurse so because it's such a short course uh, the only thing I would say is we are taking people already employed that might be on the bank so if, as long as you're employed on the healthcare bank, and that's because of the time it takes for DBS checks to come through, we couldn't deliver it, yeah. uh, this sort of skills boot camp to somebody completely outside of an organisation. But certainly if there are there is anybody on the nursing bank that would like a really you know, quality structured introduction into the sector skills that are required, the skills boot camp definitely is, is a good solution to that. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much for taking your time to speak to me. Very, very happy. Thank you, Emma, for inviting me. I'm really happy to speak to anybody who's interested. All right. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. That's all today from Primary Care Spotlight. Thank you for listening and I look forward to you joining me again soon. For more information, you can visit our website www.kernerhealthcic.org.uk forward slash Cornwall training hub. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cornwall underscore TH and on Facebook at Cornwall Training Hub. To speak to the Training Hub team about how we can help your practice or career, please contact us at kernerhealthcic.workforce at nhs.net. If you have content ideas or would be interested in being interviewed for the podcast, please do get in touch. Bye for now.